way they pick TV shows is they make one show. That show's called a pilot. Then they show that one show to the people who pick shows. And on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen and become television programs. Some don't. Come nothing. Hey, welcome back to Pilot Season Podcast. This is episode 25. I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. And if you're a new listener to Pilot Season, it works something like this. Jen and I watch the first episode of a TV series. It could be an old show, a new show, something that has never been aired before. It could be anything. And we watch it, we review it, we discuss it, we have some fun with it. Every week we take a turn picking the show we're going to watch for the week, and this week was Jen's pick. I chose uh, the, it's a Netflix original Yeah. Um, called Everything Sucks. If you have been with us for a while, then one thing you probably have realized about me is I do love some nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. So when yeah, I we saw both do. this, yeah, yeah. I saw this on on Netflix, and I realized that it was set in the 90s, and I kind of thought, what the heck, let's, let's check this out. It's like high school kids um, in 1996, mm-hmm. so... It, it basically, we're introduced to three, uh, three kids who are starting their freshman year at Boring High School. It's... <laughs> The, the, they live in a town called Boring, Oregon, which apparently is actually a real town. Oh boy! Now there is no, there is currently no actual Boring High School, but in the show, they they literally go to Boring High School. <laughs> it kind of like takes oh high school is so boring to like a different level or meaning or something. Right? But... Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely a little tongue in cheek yeah. going on there. Yeah. So we're we're introduced to the three young men on uh, the, well, it's not the first day of school, it's the first week, Mm -hmm. so they're just, but they're freshmen, and they're kind of trying to get their bearings, as it were, trying to, trying to fit in, trying to find their, what did the one kid say, Uh, we have to find our people. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and they're, they're kind of, they're kind of nerds, kind of geeks. I, I wrote down, it just, it reminds me of, it's like if Freaks and Geeks was set in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good description. Yeah. So yeah, these the three um, friends who are freshmen, sort of, I guess, in their quest to find their people, already have an interest in audiovisual, and so they kind of end up um, going that route. I think they. So it's like the morning announcements. Yeah, they join the AV club. Basically. And they come. Yeah, so they come down to where the morning announcements are being shot. And I guess they're going to be filling certain roles or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're they're new, so they haven't technically started yet. They see the morning announcements and how everything's working. The the one guy, his name is Luke, and he sees a girl, Kate, who's mm-hmm. basically like a camera operator. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those like magical moments where yeah, you know, he's he's kind of seeing her for the first time. Yeah, he's and, kind of he's taken with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So they kind of strike up this conversation, and this camera needs a bit of cleaning up or repair, so they make plans to take the camera 
home to his house because he's got the right equipment or something mm-hmm. to fix it. And so his nerdy friends, you know, like are just amazed that this AV yeah. type guy is yeah. like talking to a girl and they, got a girl to come to his house. They said, how did you do that? How did you talk to a girl? <laughs> <laughs> so, Which is, yeah, that's, in a way it's kind of unheard of. Like those guys, I mean, I wasn't in AV club, but like those were my people. Yeah. And you didn't just go up and talk to, to girls. <laughs> it just didn't happen. I guess maybe it was easier because the girl was in AV. Like right. She was kind of their people as yeah. it was. It just she happened to be a sophomore, so she was not quite as awkward in that brand new I'm a mm-hmm. freshman stage. Right. Yeah, and it, I guess it's to add a level of, you know, trickiness here, this girl happens to be the principal's daughter. Right. And the principal, he's kind of... He's kind of a goofy but lovable kind of guy. You know, you feel a little bit bad for him as you, as the the episode progresses. You learn that he had kind of a summer fling, I guess, with one of the teachers who then turned around and says, I'm not attracted to you. And right. that that was a little sad for him. And then we also learn that his wife died. Kate tells Luke all about how her mom died when mm-hmm. she was five. So this is a like a single dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the the uh the dad principal dad is like <laughs> I was calling him. I found him just I mean he was he was like the quintessential dad. He was so awkward and clueless, but it's like that made him all the more adorable. Yeah. Cuz he was just trying so hard. Yeah. Not with just his own daughter, but with the the very kids that he you know that he he you know that he's the principal of like in the the morning announcements you know in the middle of the morning announcements the school mascot shows up and it's a squirrel like this someone in a, it was squirrel. a beaver oh was it a beaver yeah okay so so someone in a beaver costume shows up takes the head off and it turns out it's the principal <laughs> it's you know and, and I, that was just hilarious because I'm like this guy's just trying so hard for kit for people to like him yeah. You know, but not in a pathetic way, but just it's like he's he's desperate for like he, like human connection or something. Yeah. So yeah, so when the when the the, the teacher kind of said I'm not interested in you, and you know he he was very understanding, very you know very he's like no problem, I understand, and he said friends, and she's like, well eh, let's just go with colleagues. Yeah. So it's like man, she didn't even want to be friends with him. Like that's cold. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I mean it was it was the whole it was episode. It was cute, and there were a lot of references and oh, it was nineties. Yeah, um, just I wrote down a few things that jumped out at me. They said cool beans. I remember oh. when that was the thing to say. Oh, can, um, can I say? Can I just say? I hated that phrase even when it was <laughs> when it was popular. Like I hated cool beans. Yeah, it, it's still the worst today. It's the worst. <laughs> cool beans. Ugh. There was definitely some 90s music and oh, discussion of 90s music mm-hmm. and artists. And they were like analyzing Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Tori so. Amos. Mm-hmm. Two words, Columbia House. I wrote it down. It says right here, Columbia House. Because that was one of my favorite things was, you know, ordering the CDs and... 
ordering CDs under my name, ordering CDs under my mom's name, <laughs> ordering CDs under somebody else's name, changing my first name, changing the spelling of mm-hmm. my name. How many ways can I rip you off, CD company? <laughs> but I did it, yep. and I loved it. I think everyone did. I think that's everyone's... CDs go into my home. CDs go into my college address. CDs go into any address that I could come up with. Mm-hmm. We all did it. But yeah, this was a this was a, an enjoyable first episode. It's only twenty three minutes long. I mean, it didn't you know certainly didn't detract from my enjoyment. I didn't feel like we got shortchanged or anything. Yeah. In, in fact, it, it um made it a little more enticing the idea of watching more of them because it's like oh they're just short episodes. Yeah. It, it you know it's easy to knock them out and I I guess I'll just go into you know um, another part of the show that we do is we talk about if this is a series that we would continue to watch beyond the first episode and for me that's that's a definite yes yeah I think it's I'm interested to see where it goes you know we we only got the slightest introduction to a couple of characters Mm -hmm. Um, not not even very many characters, you know. We we Kate, got a, Luke, the other two guys, and the yeah. principal were like five characters that we kind of got a little piece of. We got a um, a small introduction to the drama kids in the lunchroom. True, I yeah. think they're going to be part of the show, and I, in fact, I think there's going to be kind of maybe some sort of uh, maybe even a conflict between the drama club and the AV club. I could um, see that. So, in, like, in the middle of the lunchroom, uh, this guy and girl seemed like they might have been upperclassmen because mm-hmm. they were the leads in this. They, they were performing part of their play. You know, I mean, they were just dressed in their school clothes and whatever, but they were doing this play, this piece of this play, right in the middle of the cafeteria. You could see, like, uh, I think it was Kate seemed really interested, like, really, like, taken aback, like, like I didn't realize this was possible type of thing. So I wonder if it's if that's something Kate eventually becomes interested in. Like she decides maybe there's more to life than the A V club. Right. You know, maybe drama helps her come out of her shell. It it seems like being the principal's daughter, she tries to maintain a low profile. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why she joined A V club because she said it's it's I forget how she said it, but she basically said it's it's under the radar. Yeah. Or it's, you know, yeah. so you're, yeah, you're basically just an, an AV nerd. But, you know, if you're in the drama club, well, then you're, you know, you're out there. Right. Because she, she didn't do the announcement. She was behind the scenes. Nobody probably even realized who yeah. was operating the camera or that she was involved or whatever. So mm-hmm. definitely, like, under the radar. Just watching the, the the little scene of them doing the morning announcements and the you know in their studio, it kind of reminded me of the class I took, the TV production class, and I'm like, man, I kind of wish I had stuck with that because that that looks like it was. I mean, I I think I had fun when I did it, but I don't remember. <laughs> I passed it. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say everything sucks. I think just doesn't suck. I mean it was it was really enjoyable and it they're definitely laying the groundwork for 
future stories um, for everybody. You know, there's a, at the end, you know, clearly Luke likes Kate, but Kate might be questioning her own sexuality as we, you know, see her uh, flipping through a, a nudie magazine that she stole from Luke's house. <laughs> Which her dad, her dad catches her, which is probably one of the most awkward scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, and he tries to make it less awkward <laughs> by explaining how everything's it's okay. You can look at that; it's okay. And she's like, "No, just yeah. get out of my room." And then he's like, "What frozen dinner do you want?" <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I I think it's definitely cute, and if it resembles freaks and geeks in any way, it's probably gonna. Mm-hmm. You know, hook me in even further because that you know that was one of my favorite shows that I still just can't fathom how it didn't survive because it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I would definitely check this out further. Yeah, and it's interesting that there's there's really no one of any. It sounds terrible to say, but there's really there, like there are no one there's no one of any significance in this show, like no big actors. Right. The only person I uh, recognize was the principal, only because he had a minor role in another show I watched called Longmire. Hmm. Um, he was just a recurring character. He was a, a lawyer who showed up every so often, but that was it. There's no one in this in this show. All that being said, it was still really enjoyable yeah so i would definitely recommend it so yeah that's something it sounds like we're going to keep watching since that was kind of a a short review we wanted to catch people up on shows that other shows that we've reviewed in the past that have that we have continued to watch the first one that we watched after the pilot was from episode 11 we were all caught up on this is us yeah, I think that we might be social pariah if we were not watching This Is Us. <laughs> yeah. How how could we function? How could we even approach the water cooler mm-hmm. if we have not been keeping up with this show? And, you know, admittedly, like, we liked the first episode, you know, and so yeah. we, we stuck with it. And I think we've had personal, like, ups and downs with this show, like mm-hmm. times when we've struggled with some just character issues like uh in case you don't know this we are in pittsburgh and this show is partially set in pittsburgh so we've been a little hyper critical about yeah it, it, some it of, hits close to home yeah like, like literally <laughs> they've just really jacked some things up to yeah. be honest with you they have jacked some things up and i think it's not that hard that's that's what's troubling is it's just not that hard to get it right Mm-hmm. Um, the creator of the show is from Pittsburgh, but he only lived here until he was seven or something. Yeah, he was real young when he so left. So I understand that he left, but you know, Google can really just do wonders for you. And so I, I think that's one of our biggest complaints about the show is like, you can't take the bus from there to there. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. So we're, yeah, we're we're, we're kind of nitpicky about it in some ways. In some ways, it's I feel like. Like the morning after we watch it, like we we break it down, like yeah, like get in the car, commute to work, and yeah. for forty five minutes we're tearing it up and down. <laughs> and it's like we still like the show. I mean, I think you still like it. Yeah, I still like I the still, show. Yeah, but it's like I still like it. You know, some of this just Pittsburgh 
references and they mm-hmm. act like you can get from neighborhood A to neighborhood B by walking and like uh, you know bus routes that don't exist hot, like just things that I understand that were being hypercritical right but but it, yeah. I, I know other shows that are set in specific towns they do the work they do the research on that town and they and they make it right right they like make it accurate yeah it's like well what's the point of yeah exactly what's the point of setting something in a real city if you're not going to do the legwork, if 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 you're not, that's fine. Just make up a town. Just, yeah. M- make it make something up. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, the, the, clearly they set it in Pittsburgh for some reason, but they're doing it wrong. <laughs> so Dan, what's his name? Fogelman. Yeah. Dude, Dan. you gotta call me, Dan. Call me. Yeah. You gotta step your game up, bro. The next one from episode 16 was Twin Peaks. Which we technically finished the original series. It was only two seasons. So after the first episode, after the pilot episode, we continued to watch it. You liked it more than I did. You were you were more hooked than I was. I, I didn't not like it, but I wasn't you know I wasn't as enthralled with it as everyone else seems to be. Yeah, I I wanted to know more about this show because. This show is 20 or 25 years old, 25? Something like that, yeah. And it still has such hype, such a following, such like a a cult following. I guess in in a way I could just say I get it. We watched the first two original seasons, and it starts off as sort of a murder mystery, if you will, like who killed Laura Palmer. And I love those types of stories, so that kind of hooked me. And you just meet this incredibly diverse and strange cast of characters mm-hmm. right out of the gate, and some of them were just kind of like, okay, he's weird, or you know, she's whatever. Like, but there was like a real substantial handful that I liked. They amused me, or mm-hmm. I just liked something about their character, wanted to know more. I found myself, oh, in the beginning I hated her, and now I really like her. Or I liked him, and now he's just under my skin. Like, I just made, like, connections. Like, I want to know more about what's going on. So we, we made it through those first two episodes. And it, if you're not following or haven't followed Twin Peaks, I don't want to say a whole lot about it, you know, but it's it's not, like, just a murder mystery. There's so much more oh, happening. Yeah. And so each episode some new weird piece or new character or just something happens and you're like, what the hell? And so I found myself like still wanting to know like who killed Laura Palmer and just the, the basics from the get go. But then why did this happen? Or what was this person doing here? Or why did, you know, there's just like so many pieces to this puzzle. Mm -hmm. So I was definitely, I got really sucked in i'm still kind of sucked in and i'm like jones in to move on with it because (laughs) we have to get our hands on the movie the movie and then there's the 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 showtime series yeah get the the new the new season so we did two seasons and we're gonna keep going with twin Mm -hmm. peaks yeah yeah i'll keep yeah I'll, i'll probably keep watching it too the next one is from episode 20 was gilmore girls we have started it, but that's been a slow start. We've only watched one. Did we watch two episodes or just one episode? I think just one. 
I think we just watched one episode. It was. Was it just one? Maybe I, I was thinking it was. We did two beyond the pilot, but. I think we just did the one. I, it was the the yeah. It was where they. It was Rory's first day of school. Yeah. And I think that was it. I think that was all we watched. It's easy to watch. It's it's lighthearted, and there's so there's a lot of things about the show that I like. We I think we'll keep watching it. I'm a little worried that I'm gonna. At some point, am I gonna say this is just cheesy or you well, know? But time will tell. Like we, yeah. we like it enough that we're gonna keep going, and we have moved a little bit forward. Right. But I'm a. I'm kind of just wondering where I'm going to go with this one. And I, I think part of that is first seasons, they're either the best or they're the worst. You know, sometimes you have to, you really have to push through the first season to get to the good stuff. Sometimes, like, the first season is just like, wow, this is great. And then the show slowly goes downhill from there. It's like yeah. they peak with the first season, and then everything after that is just a retread of it. And like I said, sometimes the first season is a real slog. And then it's like after the first season, they they really get their footing. They find their voice. The characters find their groove. I'm not sure yet either what this is going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to judge too quickly on it. I was <laughs> equally uh, entertained and annoyed by the like the next episode that we watched. <laughs> so I guess that one's uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Right after that, we did episode 21 was. The End of the Fucking World, which was another Netflix original. That one was pretty easy to kind of to uh, watch because it was only eight episodes. And Super short. Yeah, so it was only eight episodes, and the episodes were approximately 20, 25 minutes an episode. That was the show that was based on the graphic novel about the, the two teenagers that kind of go on the run. They, they kind of run away and... All kinds of craziness ensues. I don't know if it, I don't know if a second season is in the works or not. Oh yeah, we should we should look into that. One of the things I like so much about this show was actually the writing. The, the, there was the story was compelling, and it really just focuses on these two main characters and the you know their occasional encounters with other people. But mm-hmm. it was amazing to watch. I don't like the growth, like the change, the personal development in both of them. Yeah. Especially the, what was the uh, boy's James. name? James. James. I wanted to say Jake. James. <laughs> yeah. But especially James. Like, I just felt, like in the beginning, it was like, mm, creepy dude. Mm-hmm. But then by the end, like my heart literally broke, I think. And not to give it away because I think it's like fabulous and y'all should watch it. But it's just a real connection. Like, I was just connected to this show and, like, had to know with each episode as it progressed. And I saw this, like, slow change. Like, I couldn't let go. I had to know how this was going to end. So we busted through that in, like, two days or three days or something. I mean, uh, it was, like, so short. Yeah. But probably, yeah. It was definitely less than a week. Yeah. I really like that one. If they do a second season i would certainly watch that and then the the last one is the most recent one uh that we we just caught up with and that was from episode 23 the handmaid's tale (laughs) from uh from hulu that's again both equally 
uh, rough to watch and just disturbing amazing. and compelling and ridiculous and makes you question everything that you ever knew in your life. <laughs> like, I know that I said when we recorded episode 23, you know, I saw the commercials. I thought it was like a period piece. I didn't even know what the heck I was really looking at. And then it was up for all these awards, and that made me kind of, like, take a second look. And I was like, yeah, we should probably check this out. Mm-hmm. Even starting that show, starting the pilot episode, I still didn't have a real handle on, like, fully what it was it's just like this modern day dystopian world you know mm-hmm. that they that they live in the uh, the former united states there's the acting is amazing we were talking about this the other day even the the not so major roles it's like just the casting mm-hmm. on this is is spot on in every possible way yeah and, and, I, and I think there's just such a kind of a scary connection to real world events in in some ways that kind of just make you go like oh shit like mm-hmm. that could happen or or you you yeah you know it's fiction i get it <laughs> it's it's yeah but it, you can't help but draw parallels between this kind of science fiction alternate reality dystopian future and the world that we are currently living in it's really eerie. Yeah. We kind of moved. It's a 10-episode season. I'd say we kind of moved through that mm-hmm. relatively quickly. About two weeks, I think, it took us to kind of... We were kind of plugging it in where we could, and then at the end, we were just, like, hitting it pretty hard. Yeah. Well, I think at first, it was one of those shows where I don't think we could watch more than one episode at a time. It it, it really kind of weighs on you. Like it, yeah. It, like, well, I could say, personally, it weighed on me because it made me do, like really heavy thinking about just life mm-hmm. you yeah. know and it, it was a lot to take in and you kind of just need to decompress with like some comedy afterwards by the end it was like no we have to watch another episode because we have to like know what's going on next and well especially once we found out that you know season two was going to be here in, in about a little over a month right and uh, there was already a season two trailer out, which we didn't want to watch because we were afraid it was going to give away something that we hadn't seen yet from season one. So yeah, I would say the second half of the season, of the first season, we we definitely watched more than one episode at a time. Yeah. But again, not to hurry up and finish it, but just like you said, it was that compelling that we just wanted to, we wanted more. Yeah, and I think we wanted. You know, we still have over a month, but we wanted to have season one done because we're going to watch season two, you know, right out of the gate and mm-hmm. not like we just played catch up basically. Right. With 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, anyways, I'm just really looking forward to season two coming out. Um, the, the little teasers that we watched, you know, they're just that they just they don't really give don't you anything really give you much, but. They tease you. It's just mm-hmm. enough to make you go, well, shit, now definitely got to see what's going on yeah. there. Yeah, I think that might be my favorite of the five that we've that we've stuck with. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and end of the fucking world. Like, that, I did love that. I really did love that. But we don't know, even know if it's coming back, if there's any more to it. The Handmaid's Tale. Another thing about this show is that nearly every episode, multiple times, I start inventing possible 
plots in my mind because mm-hmm. I, I see some little interaction between two characters and I think, well, what if they were allies? <laughs> or what if this, this, or that happens? And then, you know, I, I keep imagining all these scenarios mm-hmm. and I just see so many directions that the show could take. So I'm even more yeah. like fascinated with that. Well, and what's great about the show is a lot of times not everything is what it seems. You're not given all the information up front and, and sometimes you find out things in flashbacks. So it, it it's one of those shows that really, it's not really like a mystery, but it does keep you on your toes because this is a whole new world that we're introduced to from the first episode, you know, we're on the ground floor learning as we go. The, the main protagonist, uh, Elizabeth Moss, who plays, uh, her name is Offred, um, or her real name is June. We get a lot of information through her, but, you know, but then we're, we also get bits and pieces of information through the other characters, through their actions in the current day or through flashbacks. As, you know, visitors to this new this alternate world, you know, we know very little. You know, we we're, you know we get references to some place called the colonies. We've never seen the colonies. I feel like we're going to see them in the second season. I think so. Um, but there's a lot that we still haven't seen. We don't know what's going on in the rest of the world. This is we're just getting uh, we're just seeing things in one small part of the former United States, we have no idea what's going on in the rest of the country or the rest of the world. It's almost like as Offred is processing new things that she learns, we're processing it right along with her, you know, like trying to figure out who can you trust? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what are people's motivations and, and things like that. She's kind of sorting it out as she goes and, you know, we're kind of like right there with her, trying to sort through all these all these ideas right. and, and and sometimes there's there's characters who in one episode are the worst, and then in the next episode they they're they're not so bad, and then and so you're you, you, it's like you relax your guard for a little bit, and then all of a sudden they turn on you again. Yeah, I mean it's just multiple times. It's it's a roller coaster of emotions in this yeah. show. But you can't, you can't not watch. Right. So we're eagerly awaiting season two. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's all we have for yeah. this episode. I mean, we, we we talked about everything sucks, and I think that's something we're going to continue with. A few episodes from now, we'll give you another update on how that how that series wrapped up for us. And I have the the pick for the next episode which I've already picked, but I'm going to tease that later on this week. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> and by that, I mean it's probably going to be really bad. <laughs> so I cannot wait to watch it because I think it's going to be so terrible that it's going to be a blast. But, All right. But again, I can't, I'm not going to spoil it. Just keep an eye on our social media. Um, you can find us on Facebook twitter and instagram just search for at pilot season tv our website is pilot season tv dot blogspot dot com and 
Our email is pilotseasonpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find our show on iTunes and on Google Play. And I think you can find us on Stitcher, too, although there's been some issues with that, and I don't think it's been updating correctly. So better to find us on, uh, on our website or on iTunes or on Google Play. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Well, we can wrap up this episode. This has been episode 25 of the Pilot Season Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. And we'll see you next time. See ya.